0: Welcome to Room 4216. I'm so glad you've come.
1: Reading the Bible can be difficult.
0: Not to mention understanding it.
1: Having a disability, whether blindness or another, can be difficult too.
0: Sometimes a person wonders if God is even there.
1: Yeah, but in Room
0: 4216... God shows us His path and we find...
1: We we are are not not alone. alone. So here we are again, Cecilia. Yes,
0: we are. Where are we? Room forty-two sixteen, I ah, believe. Ah, lesson four. Uh, no, actually, lesson five. Five? Mm, yes. I really couldn't count well <laughs> as a kid
1: growing up. Okay. All right. Well, we're on lesson five. And what are we doing today? We're studying Jonah. Jonah. We did him last week. Yes. Well, we're on Jonah. Oh, that's right. Last week we had him tossed in the lake, and there he in was. The sea. Oh. See, and there he was going down, and a fish swallowed him up. That's right. So what are we doing
0: today? Jonah 2. Jonah 2 what? To the moon? Ouch. I earned that. <laughs> Jonah chapter 2. Oh, okay. All right. And what's chapter 2? Chapter 2, Jonah prays.
1: Praise? What? Good Lord, good grief, there's the food, let's eat? No, I think Jonah was the food. Oh, yeah. So what does he pray? <laughs> well, uh, from what you and I have studied. And we do study, people. Boy, we, we study. How many times have we read through this? Honestly, I'm 15 or 20 times. I least. wouldn't be surprised. And and we read it so that we can help understand it and then share it with you. And we will read this section to you in the next segment. We read and we found that there were several parts to this prayer. Yes, three parts. And the first part...
0: Help, help, help.
1: Yeah, just a simple cry. I need help. Section two. Oh, by the way, section one was just like a half a verse, just that word help. So section two, then he moves on. You hurled me into the deeps. You put seaweed around my neck. I'm choking here. It's describing his current situation wherein he needs help. And as he does turn to God for that help, he proclaims, God, I trust you, and God delivers him. Which moves us to part three. I better start making travel plans for Nineveh. He concludes a response. And so we have a simple prayer. One, two, and
0: three. Yeah, but, Pastor Dave, Uh we don't hear him saying, Boy, Lord, did I screw up. I am such an idiot. Just... uh." Just hit me on the head and, and kill me now. I'm. No, we don't
1: get any of that. That's that's a prayer that we would probably do. But this actually comes from the oral culture. Well, let me get to that in a second. Um, it reminds me, this prayer, of a prayer you told me you were praying just a couple weeks ago oh? as you were walking. Do you remember that?
0: Um, oh, you mean when I was on my way to the board meeting?
1: Yes. Yeah. Share that situation. What happened there when you had to pray?
0: I was on my way from our light rail system mm-hmm. to a building nearby and I had gotten good directions. So I thought mm-hmm. from my housemate and I was crossing a street mm-hmm. and I was listening to the traffic. It was a traffic light. Good. I good. started crossing mm-hmm. the street with my mm-hmm. cane huh. and in the middle of the street, this street's starting to get a bit wide. I don't mm. know if I like this. And then uh, a little bit later, Uh, cars are starting to whiz around me.
1: Uh,
0: um, I think the light's turned. Um, oh gosh, am I going to get hit now? What's going to happen?
1: I can start to feel the panic and the fear coming as the cars are moving and the curb isn't there. Oh
0: boy, were they ever. And then I found uh, one of those medians. Okay. That's like right in the middle of the street and you know that the cars are still whizzing around you and...
1: And there you stand. Yes. And there you pray.
0: Uh, Yes, exactly.
1: I bet you prayed, Lord, spit me up on the other side of that street.
0: Well, I prayed, Lord, if I could just make it to the other side (laughs) of the street somehow. But God did hear my prayer, Mm -hmm. and a nice person in a car stopped and said, can I help you? Mm -hmm. And I said, please. Mm -hmm. And. As he took me across the street, he told me, oh, by the way, you were on an off-ramp to a major highway. <laughs> off-ramp? <laughs> yes. Not a street, but an off-ramp. Oh, well, it was both. My oh,
1: my goodness. I was not happy. And you see, what you just did is just what Jonah did with his prayer, part one, two, and three. Um, he to- uh, You told the story, sucking us into the emotional fear factor, standing there, Like we've been there before, and if you've done any travel with cane or dog, you've been there. And if you don't travel with cane and dog because you're afraid, you understand. And you pray, help. Simple prayer, help. And you realize when it's all over, God answered your prayer. Yes, he did. And that's exactly what we have with Jonah, part one, part two, part three.
0: fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. He said, In my distress I called to the Lord, and he answered me. From the depths of the grave I called for help, and you listened to my cry. From the depths of the grave I called for help, and you listened to my cry. You heard hurled me into the deep, into the very heart of the seas, and the currents swirled about me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight, but I will look again toward your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me. The deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath barred me forever. But you brought my life up from the pit. O Lord, my God. My life was ebbing away. I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. But I with a song of thanksgiving will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will make good salvation comes from the Lord and the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land So, now we have Jonah praying in the belly of the fish, right? Right. Are you saying, then, that God hurls Jonah, and for that matter, us into trouble? Oh. Well, yes and no.
1: It, certainly, it tells us here, God did hurl Jonah into the sea so he'd be swallowed by a fish he doesn't say or we shouldn't conclude just because he did Jonah it's going to be for us too otherwise we're going to have to conclude that we got to go to Nineveh real soon too Uh, Nineveh doesn't even exist well then we'd really be searching and searching wouldn't we yeah so we got to be careful (laughs) on how we conclude this but here it does say yeah God did that to Jonah but here's the thing Why? God and Jonah parted in anger. Yeah, but Jonah started it. Yes, he did. And God wanted to end it. And so he went to extreme measures to get Jonah's attention so Jonah would pray. And God will go to any length. And that means even into the belly of a fish with Jonah so that he might have Jonah's
0: attention. Wait a minute. You said he went into the belly of the fish.
1: hmm Jonah went, and so does God. It's really interesting. If you remember in last lesson, last uh, time we were together... One of the things that we talked about is that Jonah might have been afraid of going to Nineveh because he thought the Almighty God was a regional God and he was going to shift his region of power from Israel to Nineveh. Yeah. And that he was afraid if he'd go there, that would happen, and then the Israelites wouldn't have a God anymore, so he ran, thinking God couldn't do it then. Well, here God shows he is the God of everyone, everywhere. Oh even in the belly
0: of a fish Oh he had it all wrong Mm hmm So God wants us to talk with him anywhere and everywhere
1: That's right
0: Where there is faith in God there is an altar Whether there's a physical one or not. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be at church, or at some prayer meeting, or even during this Bible study just to talk to God. And he wants us always to be talking with him. Jonah didn't have his Bible there in the belly of the fish, but he certainly had his God. (laughs)
1: <laughs> D's of prayer, D's of prayer, ask me about the D's of prayer.
0: Well, that's kind of a cute melody. Yeah. So uh, what about the D's of prayer?
1: Oh, there's a lot of D's of prayer. Desire is the thing that begins our prayer. It's what we want for which we'll dare.
0: Oh, cute song, as I said. Is there a story behind it of some sort?
1: Oh, there sure is. As you probably know, I've been married to my charming, gorgeous, beautiful, vivacious, witty, red-headed wife for over 35 years. Aww. And, and prayer's always been special and important to us. We actually started praying together while we were dating. We'd have devotions and pray together every night. And that didn't change once we got married. I was talking to Cecilia about the deeds of prayers, and do you remember the time that we dared pray for something really big?
2: You mean when we were first married and all we had was peanut butter and no money for the next 10 days?
1: <laughs> that was amazing, too. But no, not that one. The one that when you had lots of time on your hands.
2: Oh, that's right. We We had been caring for Grandma, and we had done that for several years, and then she went home to heaven, and I didn't have anything to do. I mean, Mm -hmm. I had a part-time job, but just lots of time on my hands. You were at church all the time, meetings, visiting. And in the evenings, I'd watch TV. That got old. Mm -hmm. So I started to ask God for children. And I knew I wouldn't be able to actually bear children. So we started looking to adopt.
1: Mm hmm I remember some of those visits, going and visit after visit. And Coming back and praying more and being disappointed still again. Did you ever feel like giving up during all that
2: time? Well, it was a long, drawn-out endeavor, and there were lots of times it seemed like God was not answering our prayers.
1: Desire turns desperate then to despair. Our lives are stuck in the desert we're bare
0: disillusion can set in you'd better beware i feel
2: so abandoned god are you there so then after five years and many failed situations and trying to adopt god brought us tori Mm. she was she's such a blessing
1: yeah and then it was a peripheral situation that brought meg Oh, that's another story for
2: another day, yeah. Yeah. Suffice it to say, yes, prayer certainly was involved. Mm. But it was Tori who prayed, not us.
1: Mm. Yeah. And that's not the end of the story, is it? No,
2: no, not at all. (laughs) I remember the girls were probably about three and five at Mm -hmm. that very rambunctious, mischievous stage. (laughs) And you were gone on yet another trip, probably opening another outreach center, doing God's work. Mm -hmm. While I was home with these two kids who were driving me crazy crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, then two things happened. Yeah. First, when you came home, I said, I don't have a moment to even breathe. Here are the kids. I'm out of here.
1: <laughs> I remember that. Oh, and, and the girls and I, we laughed and played and had a great time that night. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, and I had a nice evening alone. It was wonderful. But then later the next day, we were talking about my frustrations mm-hmm. with, with the kids, and you reminded me, don't forget. You paid and prayed for this privilege of being a parent. And I've never forgotten.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to give up and pull out your hair.
2: But God is faithful. He'll always be
0: there. His delight is to answer our prayer.
1: So trust in Him and take the dare. And never forget the D's of, D's of prayer. prayer. Yeah. The D's of prayer. Desire. Desperation. Disillusionment. Despair. And God's answer? Delight. And,
2: and that's, that's how, how God sees it. it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: come to the end of chapter 2 of the book of Jonah, Mm -hmm. and Jonah has prayed, and he has been spit out of the belly of the large fish onto dry land. Is there anything else that we can take away from this chapter?
1: Yes, there really actually is one more very, very valuable thing. As Jonah was in the belly of the fish, it was pretty much a dungeon. A trap, a prison for him. And yet, because God was with him, he really wasn't trapped at all. We often think of our disability, no matter what it might be, as something that holds us into a prison, a trap, or a a dungeon. Jonah was in a dungeon, in a fish,
0: and yet God set him free. I'm not free. I don't have any life of any sort. I have no places to go. I have no money, no work, no friends. Hmm. Who said you're not free? Who said that you were trapped in a dungeon? Well, uh, society,
1: uh-huh.
0: doctors, uh-huh. myself,
1: uh-huh. my desires. Uh-huh. Those are all valid, but not God. And that's what Jonah learned in the belly, that God was with him even there. And because God was with him, he had life and gave him
0: purpose and meaning. Okay. Then what's the rest of this book about? We're only halfway through.
1: (laughs) Well... And most people think that the story ends there. Yeah, they do, but it doesn't. We do have two more chapters. So come back for the next lesson in room 4216 and...
0: We, with God's help, will open up chapters 3 and 4. And in the meantime, if you want to talk to us about this lesson or anything else you've heard on this Bible study, send us a note. Our email address is info. I-N-F-O at not-alone
1: a l o n e dot net N-E-T